Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right. Today I am here with filthy Tom Waller here for Fightful. Uh, Tom, how are you doing on this fine uh, Friday afternoon? I'm doing awesome, as always. Just traveling around the world, beating the crap out of people. <laughs> left and right uh trying to do my best to get some sleep on the plane uh as my opponents get put to sleep in the ring i love to hear that i love to hear that i know you have such a busy schedule you are really here there and everywhere um of course this upcoming weekend is new japan showdown uh the, the tapings where you're facing homicide which is pretty exciting i believe this is the first time you're facing him since blood sport three um which is really cool how are you uh looking into this match because obviously you know blood sport and new japan they have a lot of similarities but a lot of differences and homicide you know very uh legendary figure here in the u.s so uh how are you looking to uh face him this time around where exactly is Homicide a legendary figure? Like on on the street, <laughs> in the in the bodega. I mean, Ring of Honor. Oh, Ring of Honor. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, this is, this is not this is not Ring of Honor. This is not Homicide's heyday anymore. Uh, I defeated Homicide at Bloodsport. You, you mentioned that we faced off, but you didn't mention who won. Of course. And, there are a lot of similarities and differences. The one of the similarities, uh, I'm going to be getting my hand raised at the end of the contest on Sunday, just like I did at Bloodsport Three. Homicide. I mean, the guy. He's not like a skilled technician. Clearly, uh, <laughs> he's not going to be able to match me hold for hold. But I'll give him his due. He, he's a tough guy. He likes to fight. He talks a big game. Scares people with his with his attitude and his aura, if you will. Uh, I'm not one of those people who's scared of him. Of course. And uh, I mean, like, maybe, maybe, maybe on Homicide's best day and my worst day, 
at this point, he'd have a shot at beating me, but it's not going to be that day on Sunday. I'm sure you don't have many bad days when you're in that ring. Uh, so it'll be it'll be a fun time to uh, see you guys go head to head once again. Um, and speaking on New Japan Strong as a whole, you know, you have done so much work there to help the brand grow on its own, right? It almost feels like it's a completely different thing from New Japan. You know, wrestlers interchange, but you've really helped create a new brand here in the United States. So, uh, where do you have some a certain amount of pride in what Strong has become? Uh, over time and how it seems everyone wants to be there. Yeah, absolutely. Being a part of New Japan, whether it's overseas in Japan Mm -hmm. or here in the USA is a big deal to me. It's something that I'm, you know, proud to say that I am a part of and to have been a part of New Japan strong since the very beginning is another you know thing that I'm very proud of. Uh, I don't take the fact that I was the first and for a long time the only champion mm-hmm. in New Japan Strong History lightly. Uh, it's something that I, once again, am very proud of. I put in a lot of work and effort into that title. Uh, I, I held it very, very close to my heart, and I think it was the best work that I've done inside the professional wrestling ring, uh, bar none. So it's something that I would love, uh, I would love to be associated with for the rest of my career. And I'm, I'm happy to hear, you know, that you bring that up that you, you know, you say that you help create a brand, uh, here in the USA, because there are, you know, interchangeable wrestlers, to a certain degree when it comes with uh, Strong and New Japan. You have guys going back and forth, and uh, you're going to have guys going back and forth even more now that the borders have opened up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I was overseas, and we'll talk about this, I'm sure, a little bit more, but when I was overseas in Japan, you know, one of the things that made me the happiest would be when I'd have fans come up and say, hey, I watch New Japan Strong every mm-hmm. week. You know, like I'm, I'm here to support you. I've been watching you in the G1 for the past month, but I watch New Japan Strong every single week. And we want to see the rest of the team filthy over here. We want to see you here all the time. And, uh, you know, that really made me feel awesome as a uh, as a professional. Yeah. And, and that praise is very deserved. I mean, when when we think of strong or at least when I think of strong, I think of you, of course, as the New Japan Strong Openweight Champion, the first ever. And, of course, Fred Rosser, and that kind of connects here. Uh, That is a feud that, you know, I'm sure will never really end between you two, but I'm sure there's respect there for what you guys put each other through. And that is a feud I also point at, building strong up, because like you said, there are people that come over. You know, you got the Jay Whites and, and Hiroshi Tanahashi's there this weekend. And, you know, you have the big names but it's you guys, right? It's you two and so many others with team filthy and so many others that built that brand. So can you expand on how that feud really made you better even? Yeah. Well, Fred is the type of guy that, uh, when I first found out I was going to face him, I had no clue what to expect. You know, Mm -hmm. my, um, exposure to Fred Rosser had been 
what he was as Darren Young, right? You know, which is a very far cry from mm-hmm. who Fred Rosser, you know, really is and, and who he turned out to be. And, um, you know, I didn't know what to think going to that first match. And ever, you know, ever after that, obviously I respected him. Uh, I, yeah, I loved being able to wrestle against him, as you mentioned. You know, you thought that it made me better. Well, I mean, 100%. Uh, that feud did make me better. Being in there in the ring with Fred made me better. Fred's got a ton of worldwide experience at a very high level. And mm-hmm. while maybe it didn't work out, you know, the way that he had always dreamed that it did, I mean, I think you could say that he's uh, accomplishing his dreams, mm-hmm. uh, you know, pretty well right now. So yeah. I, I wouldn't say I like Fred, but clearly <laughs> – you know, clearly, uh, I do respect the guy. I respect his message. Um, I think that, you know, people kind of, you know, gravitate to him. And, um, you know, maybe sometimes they take the, the wrong part of his message. Uh, but Fred, Fred is, Fred is, I hate to say it. But Fred is as much New Japan strong as I am. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to like him. We we've seen the matches. I didn't, I didn't think you did like him, but respect was definitely shown uh, all throughout. And you brought up earlier your your trip to Japan, of course, for the G One Climax. Just you know, probably incredible experience. So I want to ask you one first about the tournament and. Is it as grueling as many say it is? I know it was a little uh, smaller in terms of blocks this year, but bigger in terms of participants. Um, so that's one. And then just how did you feel after it? Was it everything you hoped for? Uh, everything I hoped for, no. I right, mean, what, win, yeah, what I had hoped for would have been a, a better outing, yeah. uh, more wins, uh, more you know matchups that were higher up. Mm-hmm. on the card, semi-main event, main event spots, which I had, I believe, maybe two of. Mm-hmm. Um, but my my picture wasn't gigantic on the poster on any of the nights. You know what I mean? Right. So uh, to me, there's still a lot, a lot more work to be done. And, um, you know, since the G1's ended, you've seen guys still going over to Japan, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm not one of them that's been back yet. So, uh, you know, like I said, there's still a lot more work uh, that needs to be done on my end, and that's kind of, you know, how I came out of the the tournament looking at things. Um, I loved it. You know, yeah. I loved being over there. It is – it's very tough uh, on the body. It's like this tournament, while it wasn't 10 – or nine block matches, uh, you know, it was a 35-day, you know, tour. Yeah. You're on the road uh, wrestling, you know, virtually every single day. Uh, in the past, you'd have the wrestlers would have their block matches, and they'd have days off. Well, on this tour, there was really no days off. So mm-hmm. even though uh, you may not have a singles match, you'd have a couple more tag team matches throughout the course of the week so yeah maybe you're not getting as beat up as you would be uh in a 15 minute singles match but you still have to get in there 
and, you know, fight another guy on the undercard uh, who's trying to get their, you know, who's trying to improve their spot on the card. So uh, none of it was easy. Uh, I'll tell you that. I lost, God, I mean, no. So something like close to 10 pounds, I think, while wow. I was there, just over, you know, changing food, the heat, um, you know, working hard. I was in the gym almost every day, um, you know, along with along with wrestling in the ring. So uh, it was it was tough, but I mean, to be quite honest, it's there's nothing I would have rather been doing with my summer. So yeah, I. You know, it's a special tournament. I think so many eyes are on it. And like you said, of course, you would have hoped to do better. But to me, I think there will be a next time. So I hope that is the next time that you get to show that you should have a bigger picture on the poster. Um, and you really have the ultimate G1 experience in the fact that, uh, you know, I, I talked to some people, you know, heading into this interview and they, they made the great point. You faced Kazuchika Okada, but you also faced Toriyano. You know, two very... Different people to face, but two very different challenges. Um, what match, you know, really, or or can you explain the differences between both matches and how you went into them? I mean, those are. I, <laughs> <laughs> but can I explain it? Probably not well. <laughs> um, you know, those are two completely different scenarios. One of yeah. one of which uh, with Toriano. I spent a lot of time at the uh, Don Quixote, which is, uh, for those of you who don't know, it's like a giant department store, essentially. Uh, I spent a lot of time in the uh, in the shopping districts looking for props, uh, <laughs> playing with mannequins, and that sort of thing. So the preparation for that match was completely different than, you know, preparing for Okada, which was watching a lot of tape, watching a lot of stuff, uh, obviously, that he had done in the past. Okada's, uh, I don't know if listeners can tell, but uh, sometimes there's a lot of counters going on in his contest, so you've got to be, um, you know, aware of what he's going to be doing at all times. So, yeah, a little bit of different strategy. <laughs> uh, you know, when you're watching Yano versus Colt Cabana, uh, multiple times, you get kind of a different feeling than you do watching Okada Shibata, <laughs> you know. But I mean, for me, right? They're both like top-notch professional wrestling, so uh, mm. I was happy to have got the full experience. I don't think I got the full experience, but well, um, you know, you, you got two different worlds in a lot of ways that's for sure. uh, between the two, um, and. There are so many other wrestlers in New Japan that you still have yet to face. Is there, is there one or at least two that jump out to you like, I need that match before I'm done? I need it. Uh, well, like, I need a singles match with Zack Sabre Jr. Yes, for many all, reasons. All is said and done. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need a singles match with uh, Great Okan before all is said and done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need a I need a singles match with any of the guys over there. I need I need a singles match with Ren Narita, the son of Strong mm-hmm. Style in New Japan. I mean, I've fought him over here a few times, but uh, any of the guys who can go on the mat at a at a high level, at a world class level, that have shoot fighting skills, those are the guys that I want to go against. I just 
had to spend 40 days going against, you know, tall dudes, fat <laughs> dudes, uh, you know, gigantic muscular guys. So I, I'm sick of it. You know, <laughs> I want to, I want to do some mat wrestling for a little bit. So uh, I, I guess, I guess some of those guys aren't very small, but you know, I want to display my shoot fighting skills. I don't like getting crushed, squished. <laughs> Not fun. Yeah, I think uh, you and you and Zach's one that I know jumps out for a lot of people, and hopefully we do get that. Even if he uh, wins the uh, New Japan World Television title, maybe that's a title you can go for. That fifteen minute exhibition type. He can't uh, last scenario. fifteen minutes with me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's perfect. It's perfect. Uh, Next question I have is kind of one that I know you've you know talked about in the past, but it's definitely one that I feel the need to bring up. And it's that we see a lot of MMA fighters, of course, switch over um, some successful, some not so much. Uh, what is the hardest part about transitioning from MMA to pro wrestling? This is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer. He hears things differently to the untrained ear. Everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I mean, in a lot of ways, they're completely different worlds. You know, one... Yeah. Uh, in MMA, you spend your entire life, career, whatever you want to call it, uh, trying to move at like breakneck speeds. You're trying to uh, stay ahead of your opponent. You're trying to stay ahead of, uh, stay faster than their reflexes are. And in professional wrestling, that is the virtually the exact opposite. Uh, sure, you want to make it look like you're a step ahead of your opponent but in reality you have to uh you have to be on the same ground as them a lot of times and mm. it's not something that's easy to uh to grasp um sure. i think a lot of wrestlers who or i'm sorry who pro fighters uh professional fighters who come over to wrestling and fail uh fail because they don't understand what professional wrestling is it's mm-hmm. two people working together uh it developed because you can't fight each other every day because it's not completely dependent on who's always the toughest. Sometimes it's dependent on, you know, who's going to draw in more fans. Uh, so I think a lot of, a lot of fighters who uh, have failed at uh, professional wrestling, you know, they don't, they don't understand it at its fundamental basic mm. level. Um, and, and that's the thing that, that ends up being their downfall and that really that's one of the hardest things for for fighters to get a hold of i mean you did them at the same time like that's you know a lot of mma fighters stop and then jump into wrestling so i'm sure that was also a challenge um but you succeeded at doing so so uh plus you uh one the the training like mma training prepares you i would say very very well Mm. for uh professional wrestling it's all the mental it's a mental game and the uh, you know the dealing with people on a personal level too you have to you know you have to come up with matches you have to come up with ideas and 
if fighting's very adversarial, and obviously this is uh, uh different. It's the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, and, and one thing that I've really, you know, I, I've seen you on Twitter. I know you've talked about it. Is your interest in stardom? I cover Joshi for Fightful. That's my main. That's my main j- job here, mm-hmm. and. At the New York City show, they are, you know, coming over for Rumble on 44th Street um, to be part of strong shows. How excited are you to see them involved? Yeah, I'm pumped up, and I wish I knew who was coming over so I could be even Mm. more excited. I mean, uh, there's so many awesome wrestlers that Startup could send over. I just want to know who it's going to be, you know, what what Mm. direction are they going to go? Are we going to get, you know, like top-notch skilled power fighters like right. uh Hayashi Shida or you know are we gonna get like I, you know someone like Mina Shirakawa uh mm-hmm. and the Cosmic Angels who uh, have a more playful side you know I'm just kind of interested to see who exactly we're gonna get because there's so many different aspects of stardom it's not like um a promotion where a lot of people are homogenous. You know what I mean? You've got a lot of varying styles, you've got a lot of varying colors, costumes, looks. Uh, and it's something that like we have obviously women's wrestling here in the USA, but it is a different product uh, compared to what you see in Japan. And uh, I can't wait to see it here live. I mean, I saw, I, I was lucky enough to go to yes. Karkin Hall and go to a startup show in uh, Japan. But mm-hmm. still, I mean, any chance you get to have to watch or be on a show with, um, you know, whoever, whoever it is, is I'm sure going to be one of the best wrestlers in the world. So yeah. there's too uh, many of them not for it to be. Who's what it going to be? A... You have the scoop? I don't have the scoop. Fightful's the I, right. I may or may not know, but I can't. Thank you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but I will ask you, um, if it's Koguma, are you going to do the bear pose? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. The, only, the only way that that bear pose is happening in the ring with me in there is if I'm doing it to somebody else. If I'm forcing them to take part, <laughs> which I did yep. in, one, in one tag match in the G1, I forced bad dude Tito <laughs> to throw up the, the, the bear uh the bear paws but no <laughs> all right i just i just had to double check um, no and and you know historic cross, stead, steadfast in that one <laughs> i know i know but you will do the mirai clap right yes yes of course who who can't like it's just you know it's yeah, I, almost i'm hoping for all three of uh well i guess there's more now uh all of god's eye mm. to uh be in new york but yeah, not gonna you hold gotta, my breath. You got a pregame of Shuri, right? A historic crossover coming up. That that's kind of where we're going here next. Um, so historic crossover, big time show, first time uh, New Japan and Stardom are coming together for this mega show, and I I can't wait for it personally. And you, of course, are on the show, and not only are you on the show, you're part of a very big match, right? You're teaming with Shuri to go against uh, Zack Saber Jr. And Julia, uh, 
as a fan of stardom, but also just as a wrestler, this has to be like the best of all worlds, right? Because you get to you get to take part in a big match that's kind of a preview if Shuri defends against Micah for Stardom's big show of the year, and then you get to go against Zach. Yeah, the few thousand dollars that I slipped the bookers uh, <laughs> to get me on this show really, really paid off in the long yeah. run. I have no clue what I am doing on this show. I don't know how I ended up in this match. Uh, it seems like, you know, a, a dream come true mm. in many ways. Like, uh, there, you know, somebody just let me book this summer, a fantasy book this summer for myself a little bit. <laughs> And I ended up in the G1, and I end up in this, what I, I'm guessing is going to be a preview of the uh, the year-end title match yeah. for stardom uh, between Shuri and, and Julia, who's got quite a bone to pick with me, apparently. Yeah, I was going to bring up threatening that Threatening me. <laughs> threatening me left to right. Threatening me with slaps. I don't want any of those clonking headbutts coming no. anywhere near me, so... Uh, you know, I'm confident that Shuri's gonna stop her in her tracks before Julia ever gets to me. Yeah, I, I believe Ju- Julia said he, uh, she was gonna make you cry. I, I just want your response, yeah, to Julia, well, on that one. <laughs> yeah, well, all she's gonna do is put a microphone in front of me backstage at New <laughs> Japan, and I mean, I'm gonna be shedding some tears, so <laughs> it doesn't take a whole lot to make me cry, Julia. Uh, well, that's great to hear. <laughs> I'm happy that you're you're ready, but you're also like I have no idea what's gonna happen. That's like the perfect response, uh, but it'll be a very exciting uh, show. Not all, I mean, my like being involved with them is great, right. but this is another chance for me to show that boy George is much <laughs> much better than George Michael. Of course, right? I'm That's... not let I'm not letting Zach get away with this garbage that he's been putting out there for years. Come on. We all know if George Michael was so great, he'd be putting out hits today. Wouldn't he boy, George boy, George put out an album within the past 10 years. You got him. You got him there. I mean, right. this, this match for you has so many different la- layers to it. It's almost, it's, it's perfect. So good job yeah. uh, getting that money to the new Japan officials. It, it worked out. perfectly. Yeah. I also hate vegetables. Oh, there's another. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, let me ask predictions for the IWGP Women's Championship Tournament. Uh, I'd have it's uh, Alpha Female, Alpha Female and Kyrie on one side, right? Yeah, I was the original. Mayu versus Momo, and Utami versus Hameka on the other to. For the to represent stardom, yeah, because God's eye got screwed on the they did on the sure he pulls a short string or straw, whatever it is, every single time. Every um, (laughs) it's like uh, originally, I I thought that this would be uh, it would come down to Utami Mm. and Mayu, Mm. and they're both in there, but uh, I did not account for Kyrie being included in the tournament when they announced it initially. And uh, I thought that both Mayu and uh, Utami are great candidates, obviously to be that first champion. Utami was, you know, the, the previous champion before the current champion had 
uh, you know, an impressive reign. And uh, Mayu Iwatani, of course, is Mayu Iwatani. So, uh, yeah. and with the movie coming out, being in production, I mean, that's a great time to put a title on her. Mm. Now you've got Kyrie returning. So, uh, my prediction is Iwatani. That's what I'm going to go with. That's that's where I'm at too. I think the same thing, and I'm I'm hoping for that. I know she wants to get to the U.S. soon as well. She's been very open about that, so that title creates that opportunity. Uh, all right, to, I'll I'll wrap it up here with one more question to end this interview. And we've talked about it throughout. You have a lot of goals in mind. What are your you know? There's probably a lot, but what are your top three goals heading forward? Whether it be inside or outside the wrestling ring, whether it's in New Japan or, you know, you're wrestling everywhere. So it can, I'm sure you have many goals. Yeah. Uh, well, short term, mm. you know, my first goal, I, I guess, uh, is to be on Wrestle Kingdom. You know, I have no mm. clue if that's in the cards. I have no clue what the deal with that is, but that, that, of course, has been a goal of mine. Um, I was hoping last year that I was going to get a chance to defend the strong mm-hmm. title uh, on that show, and maybe that would have happened. Maybe it wouldn't have, but uh, there was no way it was going to happen last year. This year, I'm not the champion, uh, so I guess I've got to settle for just being on the show. So hopefully uh, that's you know one of them. Uh, number two is to go to Totokan again <laughs> when I go to Japan for a historic <laughs> crossover uh, and buy these Megumi Fuji gloves from Smack Girl that were in the case when I was there that I, uh, I, I, I don't know why I didn't buy them. I planned on it. I went there and I chickened out. I'm going to get those. I'm going to get those gloves. Now that I know that they're there, I'm bringing a, a plastic sealed like I don't know, cryogenically frozen case <laughs> for those gloves over there with me, and uh, you know, after that, hmm, you know, I wouldn't mind. I don't think I'd mind fighting in Japan, maybe once before uh, all hmm. said and done, if the opportunity presents itself. So interesting. There interesting. you go. Those are those are three great goals, but uh, you everyone can see Tom wrestle at New Japan Showdown, of course. Um, I, don't, I know you don't have a match yet, but Rumble on Forty Fourth Street. Are you going to be there? Yes, yes, I will be on Rumble on Forty Fourth Street. I don't know about the night before. Yeah, the night. Yeah, the neither night before. Con- which- neither confirm nor deny. Right. Uh, no, no one knows, and I guess that's the excitement of it. Um, and then, of course, a store crossover. That's where to check him out as he teams with Shuri of Stardom to take on Zack Sabre Jr. and Julia. Julia, who, of course, has threatened him many times, uh, <laughs> which <laughs> is a little unfair. Tom, thank you so much for coming on here. I really do appreciate it. Uh, thank you. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Block online trackers, annoying pop-up ads. 
unlock geoblock content. Maybe you missed the WWE Network. Maybe you want that AEW Plus. Maybe you want to subscribe to overseas services so you can get UFC pay-per-views at a reduced rate. Well, NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows you to do that. And you can do it with four months for free with that link. Not only that, you get your 30-day money-back guarantee as well, just in case you don't like it for any reason. It works on all of your devices so you can do this stuff wherever you are. Maybe you're on that unsecured Wi-Fi at the airport, the hotel. Yeah, it can be dangerous. Your info is at risk. But you can still gain access to all that stuff. Check out all of your favorite shows or maybe shows you haven't discovered before with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Now with multiple tiers so you can get whatever services that you want. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.